Hey guys, welcome back to the Ultimate Fantasy Locker Room. Thanks for tuning in. We're having our uh, candy withdrawals, our uh, Halloween hangover. I know I already raided my kids' bag for the Reese's for sure and the Kit Kats. Uh, you guys tell me how'd your uh, holiday weekend go? Oh, it went pretty good. It was a lot of, uh, lot of candy, a lot of walking, and a lot of heartburn because for some reason now I eat candy and Reese's peanut butter cups, they give me heartburn. Oh yeah, that's that, unfortunate. That the oh. chocolate, oh the God. chocolate, and the peanut butter will get you. Never happened before. First time. You look like a pumpkin too. <laughs> <laughs> so how was I'm, how was your weekend? I'm gonna <laughs> let you get that one. Good lord. I'm, I'm gonna keep tally. I'm only gonna let him get away with so many, and then I'll, I'll give you a signal, oh, he, and you gotta get back. He'll you give, back. give back. Oh, so uh, don't back. worry. I know. It, stick around. Fine. Stick around, people. You're gonna hear a whole lot of stuff. Uh, it was uh, it was fun, man. Halloween was crazy. Uh, it was a busy week going into it. Uh, uh, the kids, uh, the kids' costumes came together nicely. Uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so I take the kids for their Halloween costumes. Right, we go to the Spirit Halloween store like two yeah. and a half weeks ago. Right. How do you explain to them why your face is plastered all over the store? What? The hell, what? I don't, <laughs> he's he's scared. Uh, he's on a roll. Uh, dude, he's, all right. I'm like, all right. But <laughs> Get it? I, funny. All right, All right, buddy. Anyway, we go there. Drop like two thirty, right? On oh, on all their right. costumes and all their shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then I get them. We couldn't find bags to match their their costumes, so mm-hmm. then I go on. Uh, I go on Amazon. I get plain canvas bags. Then I take three hours out of my day on Saturday to paint these bags to match their costumes. All said and done, like over three hundred dollars I spent on yeah. on Halloween. For like twenty dollars worth of candy. What were you? I mean, this is a that's a crazy, crazy holiday to me. It's the experience, though. I uh, I play. I, I was lazy dad. That's what I was. I mm. walked around, pair of sweatpants. Believe it or not, t-shirt. I, yep, that, that sounds like the uniform. Fantastic time. You know, eating some candy. It was on. It was on Sunday Fun Day too. That sucked. So yeah. that kind of, and I didn't realize that till midweek. And, and I'm you like, sure didn't. Oh my god, I have to go. Trick or treating instead of watching football. It was a down week though. But the football, yeah, I I was a little disinterested. It was a down week, and then some major injuries occurred too. And it just felt like one. It felt like Halloween drew our attention away from football. Had we had our attention, maybe those injuries don't happen. I don't know if I agree with you. Maybe, but I get what you're saying. It's wishful thinking. Yeah, I just just, felt weird. You never know. I know you guys watch Red Zone, right? Most, yes. most, for the most part, no, I usually just tune into a game. I, red Zone pisses me off because it jumps around too much for me. All right, so I'm going to direct this at you. <laughs> okay. So Red Zone, it jumps around too much. That's the beauty of it. But I know, but like you can't. You're like I, I understand what you you're saying because you start getting drive. into a game, yeah, and then erp, it's gone. Bingo, Next game. Uh, bingo. I like Red Zone anyway. So somebody who gets there's a clear like difference from the beginning of the day and like the second slate of games on Red Zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a lot more exciting the first half of the games. Yeah. Just because I think the time, you know, you get to see them. It's just a drop-off at night. Well, yeah. I mean, usually 4 o'clock. Less games, but less they're games. also less exciting yeah. for some reason. 
They usually are. There's something about the one o'clock, everything kicking off at the same time, Mm -hmm. and then three o'clock to four o'clock. There's There's a lot more juice juice. at at one. Maybe at four, you've just kind of you're spent. Yeah, and I think at one this week, I don't think there was the same juice. You had two blowouts, and Halloween happened. It just felt like you know what? It kind of worked out for Halloween. I say Halloween won the draw between football and Halloween this year. I mean, I can't yeah, I complain. Think it did. I can't complain too much. I mean, the game that I wanted to see was actually the early game. We weren't going trick or treating till later in the day, so it kind of worked out for me too. Yeah, that kind makes sense. Of. Well, all right. I mean, I guess that's enough about Halloween. What do you guys say we move into uh, maybe a more serious topic with uh, pressing issues, and we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Henry Ruggs. This and I is a think little too serious, man. I'll start it off by saying, you know, our thoughts, prayers are with the victim and the victim's family. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a scary thing, right? Especially with all of us that drive a lot, have our significant others that drive a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something you, know, you don't ever want to see, and I know we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the football side a little bit. And we're going to talk about rugs a lot, so I just wanted to highlight the victim and the family. But that being said, I mean, man, these are one of those things. I think we're all guilty in our life of driving a little, uh, having a beer or two and getting in the car and driving home and feeling okay. And I don't know how drunk he was, mm-hmm. and I don't know what his... Uh, Blood alcohol level. Yeah, I, I haven't read that yet, but, mm-hmm. man, it just makes you think twice about doing it for sure. And... uh it's a it's a sucky situation for the for the victim and even for this young guy that's you know just made a bad decision and now he's gonna have to deal with the consequences and there's a whole another family that's gonna have to deal with them too. Yeah, his, his life has changed forever. Everybody, everybody involves life, you know, yeah. and it you know you you brought up a good point. You know, how many of us go out to dinner and we have a glass of wine with dinner, or you know we have a we have a Foster's oil can with dinner. Yeah, a drum. We call yeah. it a drum. <laughs> Typical <laughs> the, the short keg. You know, how many of us honestly go out to dinner and, you know, you have a glass of wine and you drive home? We don't know. We don't know what the extent of his blood alcohol content was. Um, You know, was he out partying? I mean, 4 o'clock in the morning, my first thought is 4 o'clock in the morning, he's probably probably shit-faced, right? Yeah. He's probably out partying way too hard. He's probably doing stupid 22-year-old things, racing car, whatever he's doing, you know, and it's unfortunate because you you don't know what was that, you know, what was that person doing at 4 o'clock in the morning? Were they a productive citizen that was on their way to work? And that doesn't matter either. I mean, it's a life taken. It doesn't matter what that other person was doing. But the fact that a professional who is supposed to be a role model in the community, getting behind the wheel of a vehicle, obviously inebriated enough to, to take another life. You know, he's got, he's got so many options available to him, right? Yeah. He's got a ton of money. He's got a ton of support. I mean, shit, the teams have guys that follow these guys around to make sure they don't get themselves in trouble, yeah. you know, and, and it's just a shame that he didn't make better choices, you know, call an Uber or call Lyft, something like that. And I that, think everybody can do that, even people. I mean, yeah, I, I can I, afford an Uber, you know. Like, I think we all tend to just think that we're think okay. we can do it, yeah, and uh, it's probably stories like this make you rethink that a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's just it's a shame. Yeah, and it's a shame to start the show off like that too, because that kind of feel that kind of feels like we just transitioned from the one o'clock games to the four o'clock games. Yeah, that's what happened. Know, <laughs> you know, just seen it, it happen like in it real time. Whole two minutes. There it was. Yeah, so uh, we'll move on for that. And like we said, the thoughts and prayers to the family and the victim, and hopefully, hopefully, rugs. It doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, he's a young guy. It's a mistake. Hopefully, he could rebound from it. Hopefully, it doesn't end. Uh, I don't know about his career in the NFL, but 
yeah. you know, hopefully he he finds his way and I think we'll I, leave it at that. I think I read this sentence. It's minimum two years prison time. Um, up to 20. Up yeah. to 20. And they usually fall somewhere in the 10-year yeah, the, the range, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on. And uh, we're going to move on to Cleveland and KC, two teams in the AFC that played in the AFC Championship last year. Yeah. Am I correct? Um, both 4-4. Four and four, It seems like. Seems like I'd, I'd say they're both going. I mean, Kansas City eked out a win last night that arguably, I mean, they very easily could have lost that game. They did lose it for about five seconds with that interception. Mahomes threw another two interceptions. Um, and that second one was a bad one. That wasn't a tip ball. That was into, into a, an underneath rotating uh, corner, a slot corner. Um, man, and the two teams that, a team that was a Super Bowl favorite and another team that was not too far behind them. Yeah. Um, are now both sitting at four and four, and I know Cleveland looks bad this week, but uh, and it's partly due to Mayfield being hurt. But I mean, you got to factor it in because he's hurt; he's going to stay hurt. Yeah. What absolutely. do you guys? Th- who do you think out of the two is in better position? Or forget the better position. Who do you think winds up making the playoffs out of the two? Well, first off, tip of the cap to Baker Mayfield. I've, he's he's changing my opinion of Baker Mayfield in the fact that this, this guy wants to be a leader, right? This guy has this humeral fracture, non-throwing arm, would keep a lot of guys sidelined. He wants to get back in there and getting in the, getting back in there a lot sooner than he probably should and wants to lead his team to victory just so happens, you know, that team's dealing, they're dealing with a lot of their own issues. Uh, you know, Chubb has been out. He returned this week, but he's been out a couple of, couple of weeks. Kareem Hunt is down. Dearness Johnson, they're trying to factor in, you know, it, and they don't have any wide receivers, man. OBJ is non-existent. Uh, you have Landry and Joku, Bryant. Like you have all these guys that are these middle-tier dudes that are fighting over, fighting over targets. And it just seems like their offense has no identity. They seem kind of lost without that one-two punch at Chubb and Hunt. That's exactly what happened. As soon as those two guys went down, it stopped. Yeah. Because they were a juggernaut. They were just looking unbeatable. That juggernaut, offense. Huh? Yeah. Juggernaut. Jargonaut. What do you think about KC? <laughs> KC, man. They look like shit, right? Just they say look it. really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have position players that are worldly. But it seems like, well, they have a bad offensive line. So yes. the offensive line is. It shows you how and, important it is. And the lack of a run game is yeah. also there, too. Yeah. So absolutely. it seems like Mahomes is just doing more yeah. than he really should be. Yeah, and you know he's trying. Yeah. I mean that's why the interceptions, you know, are going up because mm-hmm. he is taking risks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. He's Tell me to, more. And uh, <laughs> he's definitely trying to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, Edwards Hilaire was hurt for a little bit, and he just hasn't been what he was last year. Here's the thing: Andy Reid's consistently in the, like bottom five of the league in rushing percentage, so they're never going to run the ball a lot. Yeah. It's about them being effective when being, they do. Being effective. Yeah. But they haven't been for a while. The offensive line was bad last year. They got to the Super Bowl. I do think the biggest problem oh, is know. depressing by no Mahomes. And no defense as well. Their defense. That's, really yeah, their defense has been bad. Yeah. I mean, you think about what they went up against last night. The Giants are down, you know, your second string running back. I mean, at a point, Shepard got hurt. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with, you know, Guys, they're like fourth and fifth receivers, and they're still able to move the ball. 
So yeah, they're bad. I mean, they're surprisingly bad here's for some of the players they have on, on oh, that, that side of the ball. Here's what I'm a little concerned about is where's Travis Kelsey, man? He's supposed to be the best tight end in the league, mm-hmm. and he seems pretty much non-existent this year. So if you went out and you spent a high draft pick on yeah. Kelsey thinking that the tight end, the top of the tight end food chain was that much better than the next tier, and you were selecting him as a wide receiver one, I mean, I'm guilty of saying this year go out and get him. You know, I think everybody was saying that though. So right, but I mean, we're talking him about, and Waller. They've both fall, fallen off. I Waller just too, yeah. yeah. We're talking about some you know Father Time catching up to some guys. I just I can't help but wonder like it, is it catching up to Kelsey? Kelsey had he had seven targets. He had four receptions for twenty seven yards. Yeah, I mean that's that's they're terrible numbers by Kelsey's standard. What was his, his numbers the weeks before? Because I know I know they doubled both Tim and Tariq Hill most of the game. But, I mean, you did see in this game, Tariq Hill finally found ways to get open. I think Hill was getting frustrated because he yeah. knows that he's uncoverable at yeah. times. And he was getting frustrated that he was getting shut down. And then, he, you know, he explodes for, for the 12 catches this week. Uh, Kelsey, let's see. I think by watching the whole, most of the game, I think it was more about Reed scheming up those opportunities for him because there was a lot of – there was a few passes that were in the backfield – and I think any if he pitches it forward, they call it a pass. A lot of little motion to screens that Jet they screens, ran for him. Like yeah, so I think Reed is getting more creative, realizing that you know the offense is a little bit broken. Yeah, um, uh, 100%. and you get him going, he's going to make something happen. So to, to come back to the Kelsey, you were asking how's he been doing? That uh, he's had one touchdown in his last five games, very unKelsey like. Yep. Uh, the targets have been there the three games prior, twelve, eleven, and ten. But the receptions and yardage are a little down. Seven, eight, six. He had a stinker uh, four weeks ago. Four, four receptions on six targets for 23 yards. And he just put up similar numbers again on Monday night. Four for seven for 27 yards. Both touchdownless games. Now, could that be that Mahomes just doesn't have the, the time? Well, he Kelsey should have the time to get well, down yeah, the field. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it He's is. He's getting short passes. But Kelsey is supposed to be... You know, an elite tight end. Like, he's supposed to be that guy that's They're able to find the Supposed soft, to get that yak, too. Yeah. All right, anyway, we're talking a lot about the offenses. Who do you think's making the playoffs, guys? I would go with Cleveland. I think, you know, once Hunt and Chubb are back, yeah. Landry is, you know, removed a couple <clears throat> of weeks from, from the injury he had. Yeah. And they got to find a way to work OBJ into there. I don't know, man. I just... I just I don't mean, think it's going to work there. No, I don't either. I don't know why, really, but was today the, the I wish we would have traded Slayton for him. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Slayton can't catch a ball to save his life. I, I honestly don't know if either one of these teams make the playoffs, man. You're looking at the Browns sitting, sitting in the cellar, Yeah. right? Three very formidable teams ahead of them. Yes. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a tough division to win. You got Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I can see Cincinnati taking uh, a dip, though. Can you? Yeah, I think Cincinnati is actually playing really good ball, and I think that if if they can elevate even to the next level, I I think Cincinnati challenges. Uh, well, they just lost to the Jets on the road. I think they're like a they're, year out. They're only a couple. They are, they they're are a couple very pieces close. away. Yeah, definitely. Then you have the Chiefs. The Chiefs are tied at the bottom of that division with Denver. Yeah. Who I'm, I don't like the way Denver looks. Uh, I would think Kansas City would finish ahead of them. I would like to believe that the Raiders sitting at 5-2 and two is probably a fluke. I don't think that stands. I don't think they're a fluke, though. But, I mean. We'll see how the Rugs thing pans out. But I like the, uh, I, I like the Chargers. I think the Chargers 
despite the four and three record, I think the Chargers are super talented, and I think they have a team that can go into the playoffs and beat pretty much anybody that they go up against. So, All right. So who do we, you say? Uh, Chiefs? Or I mean, you got to pick one. I want to go out on the limb here. I want to say neither one of them make the playoffs. Okay, so that's not part of what we're doing. But okay, uh, let's say <laughs> I would. Well, how can I? How can I? I can't. If one or the two. If I had to pick, that's what. Yes, you have to pick. You're twisting, on a show. My, you're twisting my yes. titty. Kansas City. Everybody has to pick. Kansas City. What I would say to... Kansas City too, only because the injury to Baker. I don't know how bad it is if he's going to finish the season. Well, again, um, that division, the AFC North, is going to be difficult. Well, they're both in tough spots. Yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know, I don't know how they go forward. It seems I think OBJ put out a tweet yesterday or. Something in the story saying that it looks like it's not going to work out in Cleveland and then took it down like 30 seconds later and it got out. Somebody screenshotted it. Uh, so, that, you know, OBJ it's going to be rough over there. doing OBJ things. Yeah, he's got a yeah. – anyway, so. Total team right. player. And then the last thing we'll talk about is a little bit of a – a little bit of funny, funny story. It's a cool story. Uh, Mike White made his start after getting – thrown into the game against the Patriots where he looked good in that game. Um, and the guy is the first Jets quarterback to throw for over 400 yards since Vinny Testaverde. Okay? And he played well. I don't know how much you guys watched the game. Um, nothing spe- – you know, he's not throwing off platform or nothing flashy, but i tell you what he did do. He was very decisive, knew where he wanted to go with the ball, was confident. The veterans on the team seemed to like him a lot. And I tell you what, they he's a 26-year-old guy, and with uh, Zach Wilson not playing well, not really showing well yet except for uh, a half here and there, I think, in the mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans game in week one also. Um, man, they might have an actual quarterback controversy on their hands if <laughs> two days from now Mike White goes up and puts up another, you know, I don't think he has to go 400 yards again. And, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if he has a bad week on a short week for a guy. You know, it could happen. It's a good defense. Let me ask you a question, though. Yeah, go ahead. What did Mike White have to lose? I don't – yeah, what does that mean, though? Absolutely not. He can just go out and show out at that mm-hmm. point. He's got yeah. nothing to lose because he knows his ass is on the bench as That's soon as true. Zach Wilson comes back. I mean, they just invested, you know, their future in Zach Wilson. So, yeah. I mean, to see to, – I love these kinds of stories, man. I love, like, Gardner Minshew when he first came onto the scene. Oh, these guys Gardner that Minshew have, didn't really do this, but yeah. They, they have nothing to lose. You know, they come out there and they're like, all right, you know, let's, let's show what I'm capable of, at least to put that, that seed of doubt in everybody's mind that well, I don't think, maybe you don't have the I right think you're right, but I think it's more about the coaching staff. Do they let him go back out there with that same mindset? Because if he, if he has nothing to lose and he plays that well, then you know he can play that well now. Like, if I, if I have nothing to lose and I go out and I steal your girlfriend, then now I know I can. So, you know, I can keep doing it. This is a bad, bad example, but that, that's a pretty terrible example. Logic. Anyway, <laughs> the point was that, you know, now he knows it can be done. So there's no reason to not play with that confidence again. It's just about the coaches. And I think on a short week, if he could go out there and be representative, have a good, clean game, and I mean clean by not having no turnovers, but having a decent game, there's going to be a real question as to whether you go right back to Wilson when he's healthy. See, now, I think that's how you hold a guy like Mike, Mike White back. You know, being that he had nothing to lose, he came out and he balled out. Now if you start to try to rein him in to then be, all right, now we need you to be 
settle down, be the, the clock manager, be the quarterback we need you to be. Yeah. No, that's not what made him successful in that game. You need to just go, you say, like, go out there and do what you did last week. Yeah, just go out there, run this offense, get silly, throw the ball around. Nobody's thrown for this many yards since Vinny Tessarotti. I mean, that's pretty, well, that's pretty remarkable, considering what the Jets have invested at the quarterback position since. Oh, yeah. How many? Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson, you know. Uh, Mark, Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Pennington yeah. I mean, they've invested a lot at that position through these drafts, and it's never panned out. No. And now they might have two. Oh, they might have to. And, I mean, you think about it. Trade Mike White now. Mike White. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of stock I'm is sure high. some teams asking about him. Yeah, you're <laughs> you probably know, not wrong. Four touchdowns in two, in what, a game and a half? Yeah, uh, he, he looks good. Wilson has four the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, so, Wilson looks like he has all the talent, but right now not the head for the, for the position. And Mike, and, and Mike White. And Salah himself said, it's a day-to-day situation. Yeah, that was pretty interesting, too, and, how he you know, uh, handled that. And but. also said anything is possible. Now, if you didn't remember, you're talking to the New York media, which they take everything and run with it. Oh, for sure. Now, if you didn't have an inkling in you that this, you're actually saying, telling the truth, then you're just immoral. I mean, you, then you're just yeah. starting problems. So yeah. unless you really believe that that you, you know might what? start him, yeah, this guy might be the guy. Yeah, you know, think of it. If he is, cool. No one's expecting anything from the Jets this year. Yeah. So if Mike White is the guy, then you can trade Zach Wilson in the off season. Yep. He well, was a second round around. pick from this year on a rookie contract, which of course you know is, is more than normal, but he's still on a, a contract that is manageable by other teams. And just second pick. You know what? Let's get into that for a second because you bring up a great point there. Because I think our team, I think Mitch Trubisky has now written the new laws of the leash that you give these quarterbacks that you draft high, right? You stick with a guy like Trubisky that you, that you traded up for to draft for too long. Look what happens. Your team gets older. It starts to crumble around you. Now you don't just have the quarterback position to fix. You've got to fix everything around you. Yep. So I think... I think teams are going to take note of this, and I think you're going to see them getting off of some of these quarterbacks a little bit sooner than I'm sure the fans want to see, right? The fans are going to bring up three years down the road, we traded our whole damn draft for this guy. Why? Why are we giving up on him so soon? Case in point, Mitch Trubisky. That's why you do You ever have a question, call me, and I'll tell you why you get off a quarterback too soon. And, uh, you know, I was a fan of Trubisky when they picked him. I was too. Oh, I had to be. you know... He landed in a pretty good place. And he, he looked on, pretty good at first. He looked pretty good against us. <laughs> you know, and that was preseason, whatever, but still. But he is on a contending team, backing up one of the best quarterbacks out there. I don't know how you guys turned this into a Bears. The oh, same way Rocky, we're talking about Buffalo, the same way Rocky does with Cleveland Buffalo. every week. Well, yeah, Bears to Buffalo. We weren't talking about either one of those guys. Well, we're talking about quarterbacks. It's no, we're talking about the Jets it's okay, the, so and their the, quarterback controversy. The Jets are in a good position. Do they, they you think they have a quarterback controversy? I think the Jets go out and get Mitch Trubisky. Ridiculous. I think it's the power of the seat, man. Rocky turns every conversation into a Cleveland Browns conversation. There it Does is. Does anybody want Andy Dalton? Listen, all I'll say is this. It was a great day if you're a Jets fan or maybe oh, a terrible day because you had Mike White win. You had Geno Smith win. 
You had Sam Darnold win. You said you had uh, Mark Sanchez get promoted over on Fox <laughs> to the big show. So a bunch of winners all around, except for the guy that you wanted to win coming to the season, uh, Zach Wilson. So, All right, man. I, I don't see a more fitting time. S of the week. That guy's an asshole. Man, I can't say enough. I'm going to say that I, it's a great drop. It's fantastic. Drop. I told him it's, it really reminds me like mid '90s MTV. Yeah, I could. I could right? like, see well, that. Lovely, great work. It's fantastic, man. I, I think whoever did it's it. probably sitting in the so it's sitting in a tiny portion of my brain. It's, I went back to that just by default. All right, so I'm going to leave the floor to you guys. Who is our ass of the week? And All please, right. one at a time. All right, my man, take it away. Because we're both coming out swinging here. Ass of the week is Matthew Nagai, right? Nagai, Nagy. Sorry, Nagy. That guy, Nagy. Uh, let me you take know, a, let me I, take a sip. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I need, sure I need to wet the whistle for how much I'm about to tear this guy into asshole. I've I've never oh, you know quite a sentence. You, you never want someone to be ill, no, or sick. Or anything like that. You're a good guy. But I didn't mind <laughs> that he was going to be away from the game. Mm-hmm. Now, with him being away, yes, saw a whole different Bear offense. Completely different. We lost, yes. That, that is, that is know, true. That, that is fine. true. A lot of that was on our defense. And that was on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Justin Field probably had his best game. As a Chicago Bear. Justin Fields looks like the person that they wanted to draft. And it looked like he, it actually, honestly, it looked like he had the house to himself and his parents were gone for the weekend. Now, see, That's what it looked like. The thing that, 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 I, think, <laughs> that I think about is, are, is he the kind of quarterback that they're trying to coach? It, you know, it seemed like going into the season when he started playing, mm-hmm. he never... Look to run. Never look to run. He seemed like he was told, be a pocket quarterback. Right. Now, if that's what you wanted, then you go get Matt Jones. You don't get Justin Fields, who can work in the pocket. Bingo. But also has the legs of a gazelle and will run past anybody, whether it be linebacker, corner, safety. He showed it on that touchdown run. That That was ridiculous. was one of the best plays of the year so far. Let me tell you, Matt Nagy is a perfect ass of the week this week because this offense is the same offense that he ran with Mitch Trubisky, the same offense that he ran with Andy Dalton, the same offense that he's run with everybody. You went out and you drafted a difference maker quarterback. You drafted a playmaker. You drafted a guy that can get out of tight situations or, or terrible breakdowns with his legs, and you tried to immobilize him. You don't do that. Look at this guy. This guy goes through his progressions while he's on the run. Yeah. We didn't get that. We, didn't, we couldn't even get Trubisky to go through his progressions sitting in the goddamn pocket. Nope. Right? You can't get, you, we couldn't get Dalton to do anything. We couldn't get anybody to do any of this. Well, just he went out and just looked like he was having fun. So, you know, Fields is who he is. Why are our backups or why are our other two quarterbacks, Foles and Dalton? You have... Two totally separate kind of quarterbacks. Great guys. I'm sure they're great guys. I great would guys. love to have a beer with them. Yeah. I really would. 
But I'm more of a Dalton guy myself. I, I like a redhead. Um, Fire crotch? Okay. Oh, Very yeah. good. Excuse me? <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's almost like mixed signals. It's like you have these quarterbacks here that you brought in. They were brought in by, by Nagy and by, by Pace. Mm-hmm. But you draft somebody totally different than what they are. Yeah. So what were you looking to do? I mean, were you looking to just have the whole Andy Dalton is my guy thing, which I'm sorry, the best guy should win. Yeah. And if it wasn't Andy Dalton, then it had to be Fields. What, what I think they did there, Foles, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I think forgot. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Remind you guys. And you know, you know why he's there? Because a lot of the coaches that are in the Bears locker room mm-hmm. were on that Philly team. Winning is all that matters. So, you know, they... So I think what Chicago did is I think Chicago played the odds, right? They knew what they were drafting in fields, but they knew what they already had in Foles. And then they drafted a guy, or they brought in a guy similar to Foles, also with a lot of experience, right? So there's two guys with a lot of experience that can give a lot to, to fields in, in that regard. But if the mobile quarterback wasn't going to work out, then they had two solid guys that have done it in the past as pocket passer statues that's how i see it anyway but now now knowing that fields is going to be your guy in the offseason i think you end up getting rid of both of those guys and now you bring in a mobile backup that's going to be able to at least keep the same game plan that you would have with justin Fields. exactly so you don't have two separate yeah you know playbooks one for the starter one for the whoever's coming off the bench and for smith probably all of those would be that would be a great that ring, would, honestly. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. I would, it would be, be a good ring. I would be completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Joshua Ty Dobbs. Like there's, yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of guys Taylor. that have a similar game. Tyrod Taylor's perfect. You know, and for all of those, men- those aforementioned reasons, that is why Matt Nagy is definitely the ass of the week. I hope he stays home next weekend. I thought you guys were going to lay in he a little might, bit. He might, he, might, he might stay home permanently. So you guys are hoping for long COVID? Man, I, let's just say I don't. A slight complication or two would be nice. I, I don't want to see him get pneumonia. I want him to live. Wow. I don't want to see pneumonia, but maybe wow. maybe wow. he's got a prone for another week or two, maybe three. Maybe he no. can't. He can't taste. Or maybe smell. into the playoffs. Maybe he loses his sense. You know? Sense yeah, of smell. Sense of smell. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> well, that that's a that's a a um. An underlying, you know, that COVID. Well, no, I know. I'm saying what he would not wouldn't prevent them from. Well, yeah, Coaching the team. Why wouldn't he? He, he? That means he still has COVID symptoms. That's he not how that away. works. What are you talking about? There's people that I'm lose trying their, to think positive. <laughs> people that lose I'm their smell and taste straws. for like a year. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm trying, Phil. <laughs> that was terrible. I was trying to. Let's talk about our games this week, guys. I think we've dicked around enough. Huh? Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, I mean, let's let me just say, last week was not great. Not great for me. And not great for a lot of owners with all the injuries. Uh, people are scrambling right now. Brutal. We're getting right into that wheelhouse where you're going to make your playoff push. And, man, this, this season has flown by. It's week nine already. It's pretty crazy. It is nuts, man. Why is it the buildup takes forever? You get into the season and it's like. And it's gone. Yep. It's gone. I'm more. It's actually I'm, sad. I like the buildup. Yeah. Personally, oh, I do too. I mean, I, as we know, I do a lot of drafts, so the buildup is, is the buildup is most of the fun. And then some would say, then the season, man. Well, that's season when it gets tough. Flies by. Yeah, that's when it gets real tough. 
gets rough to build up. Yeah, I, had, I had up. a game that my whole bench was either hurt or on a bye. Yeah. I just had enough people to feel the team. Yeah. And, you know, that that's what happens now. Sounds like bad GMing to me. But uh-huh. I, I did win that game, though. But, you did? Yeah. Who would you play? Probably Phil. It's probably you. Yeah. I think I beat you. Pretty sure I beat you. No, it wasn't. It was sure. I haven't won a lot of games this year, I but have, I beat you. I'm in a few leagues, so I mean. Am I? I'm only in one league with you, no, right? No, you're in three of my leagues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <dude>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just all a blur at this point. All right, so let's talk about our first game. That is the New York Jets versus the Indianapolis Colts. That's our Thursday night game of the week. Man, how disappointing are Thursday night games. like how you snuck games. that in there on me. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Why, were you going to say that? <laughs> no, they, I knew you threw the Thursday game in. I didn't know you put it at the top of the list, so oh, that yeah, we definitely well, talked about it. I mean, you got yeah, you have to. Cause it's you got to have some kind of order, Phil. All right, so what do we wanna, who who are you looking at here in this matchup? I know T.Y. Hilton looked good last week, but he got knocked out. Pittman looks like a beast. Running <laughs> Pittman, but Wentz worries me, man. Wentz when, worries me. He's He's been a little careless with the ball, man. He's been a little Mahomes-ish with the ball. He's been uh, trying to make some plays. The, the the play that he threw the interception for the touchdown is he's getting sacked in the end zone for a safety. It's not good. Throws the ball opposite-handed, like 15 feet up in the air, two feet in front of him. But to be fair, I think he only had one interception coming into this game on the season, so yeah. he's been better. Yeah. I think, you know, you're, you're firing up Taylor, Yeah. obviously. How do you guys feel about Hines? How do you feel? I mean, I think Pittman, you have to start at this point. Pittman is a 100% and every week start at this point. Mm-hmm. Pittman is. is a monster. I mean, so. Anybody Hilton, else on that offense? Hilton's out again with a concussion. He's out again. Yeah. yeah. Can't, guy can't stay on the field, but he looked good when he was out there. So I just, I, I like Taylor and I like, I like Pittman here. Obviously, that's, the two big guys. That's about it. How big? Yeah. All right. So I we mean, go to. Mo, the, I mean, Mo Ali Cox. I mean, yeah, depending on how. Picking mm-hmm. slim, the pickings are in, in tight ends. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe you stream him as a tight end. Yeah, All right, what about the other side of the ball? The Jets, they showed some life. I think Michael Carter looked good. Yes. Ty Johnson looked good. Ty Johnson yeah. looked good, too. Uh, Crowder had a, a decent game. Um, Elijah Moore is getting involved. Mims had an okay. He, Mims dropped a touchdown, uh, hit him right in the shoulder. He just, I mean, that was pretty bad. But, I mean, it's nice to see him getting targeted in the red zone. I think there's a lot of ways you could go. I still think it's kind of touch and go on a short week. Mike White's second start. I think I, I still just, trust uh, Corey Davis. He still he oh, was yeah. he didn't play. Yeah. And I'm not sure about his status for Thursday. I don't. You want to look that up since you're on the yeah. I'm trying to get all the, the boob tube there. Um, there. So, but I think with the Jets, I'd feel comfortable. I feel comfortable starting Carter this week, coming off that week. Um, and I might fire up James Crowder. James. Okay. Jameson. Well, I like I call him James. I know. Oh, James. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I yeah. call him Jimmy. Jimmy Crowder. We, we, we call him James. <laughs> what about uh what about Mike White, man? Uh, say you're in a super flex league. Say Mike White's your third quarterback. You got a guy on the bench. Do you, you fire him up or do you put in one of your like running back three, wide receiver three type guys in, I think in that spot? I I'm looking for Mike White on the waiver wire if I'm in a super flex league. I don't know that I'm starting him on a short week against this defense. Especially when there's a Taysom Hill out there, um, but we're enough. not sure yet if he's playing. Well, you, and if he's not, I'd probably Simeon? fire up Simeon before I fire Simeon? up White. I don't know. I think I might. I just be don't like White. the matchup. Yeah, Indy's defense has been—they've been high. They've been better the last few weeks. Yeah, 
Um, and they yeah, were good know. last year, so I think they're probably just rounding into shape. I don't know. I think there's – I'd just be hesitant. I mean, as a super flex, I think if you have him on the roster, it's very easy to stick him in there and not do a running back or a wide receiver just because of the potential points. And he showed out last week, but I'd just be a little hesitant. If I'm not mistaken, I think Corey Davis went down in Friday's practice, right? Here we go. Uh, not expected to play Sunday. It's a, suffer- uh, it's a hip flexor, so he might not. Yeah. Uh, that's what took Galladay out for many, many games last year in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Galladay also took himself out because he didn't want to get hurt again before he got a big contract. So. Eh, that's I a good point. That's, what business I that's fair. Yeah. But, I mean, if I was his agent, that's what I would have been telling him, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think three days after Sunday, I don't know what changed. You know, I don't think that much has changed from Sunday to tomorrow no. that he's going to probably. So I, I imagine he'll probably not play. Jimmy and Crowder. I is. like Crowder. You guys don't like Jimmy C. Elijah Moore. That's what we call him, Jimmy C. Jimmy C. Jimmy C. Okay. I'd go with him. All right, we'll move on to the next game, and that's uh, the Falcons, the Dirty Birds, going to the Superdome to play the Saints who are without Jameson Winston. Who that? Jamison Winston. Who that? Mr. Crab Legs. Mr. Eat the W. <laughs> that sucks, though, man. It sucks to see that happen on it, a horse collar play. It does yeah. suck. And I think they happen. should make that penalty severe. More severe than a 15 yard penalty because there's so many. From the league. There's so many. Well, maybe just from the game, but there's so many injuries that can happen on, on that on play that collar, it's, yeah. it's bad. And, you know, we make fun of him, but kind of. Sucks to see him go out like that. You know, he, he was – what sucks is that he was fighting to resurrect his career. Yeah. You know, because and he wasn't doing a half-bad job. No, he wasn't. I, he I was playing – I, I liked what he was doing. Yeah, and fantasy-wise, I mean, in a couple of weeks, he's put up some pretty, some pretty decent numbers. He is hilarious, but – But, I mean, this game, is there, is there a bigger game on the docket this weekend that has more question marks than this game? You have New Orleans quarterback – is Taysom back? Is it Trevor Simeon who, who, who's playing there? I think I'll, I'll fire up Taysom if he's playing for sure. Yeah, I think I, I would too. Just because I think they have so many uh, design run plays for Taysom. Kamara, you fire up. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously. Mike Thomas, still no word on Thomas. He's supposed to be. He's still two to three weeks out, everything I'm reading. Well, I heard today oh, that they're still not giving any word on him being back with the team. Like, he was supposed to. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's to that nothing. Story. There's more going on there, it's, and I think guys that took him, yeah. guys that took him, hoping he'd play, are probably kicking themselves a little bit right now. Now they're like, oh, maybe for the playoff run. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to keep keep convincing yourself that these guys wanna, return. You don't want to cut somebody like that either. No, that's, you can't because you cut him, and then he shows back up, and you know his first game back, 18 catches for 210 yards and three touchdowns. Well, and and when like, he right, comes back, yeah. he will get a lot of work. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he will. He's got to. Although Trey Con Smith had a pretty decent game, uh, I think he just came back from injury as well. How did Callaway do? I just have not been monitoring him because I haven't started him in like yeah, yeah six weeks. Callaway's been so inconsistent for me. I I kind of lost yeah. interest in Callaway as well. But uh, well, we'll look that up and we'll keep we'll we'll stuff. get into Atlanta. But now they got Mark Ingram too in there. Yeah, I'm not starting Mark Ingram yet. Uh, he he's nice. I think we're just talking regular football. It was nice to see him back. I think they were really happy having him in the building. And he kind of got them going, too, when he got in the game. I, I got to wait and see what his workload is going to be like before. And especially if Taysom Hill plays, they were not shy about giving him the ball in the red zone, and that would be taken away from probably 
what the real role for Ingram would be if you right. were going to start him. Good point. Um, Callaway, uh, three catches, 30 yards, five targets. Yeah, Two more targets, and Traquan caught all his balls for 33 and a touch. Yeah. All right, man, so that other big question mark, Atlanta. Yeah. I know you got to be devastated. If you're a Calvin Ridley owner. I let him go this year. I'm so happy about that. Oh, my God. Right before the game, too, like that long before. <laughs> yeah, let's say, let's say we don't know what's going on, right? Yeah, I guess So, that. well wishes. Maybe say he's got something serious going on. I'd rather him. Fantasy football is a $1.2 billion industry. Give some people some heads up that you're going to pull this shit. <laughs> like I said before, Please. I think you got to think about yourself first in situations like this. So <sighs> hope everything's okay with him. That being said, it is a real. Like, can uh, I just get a, a dubious a shitty, tweet or something? It's a shitty give me thing. A, seriously. <laughs> give me a heads up. At this point, I mean, depending on how much you know you invest in the fantasy football, like you should have these guys, you should have access to their to their cell phones. Yeah, you're right. How you feeling today? You all right? Yeah, them legs a little limber. <laughs> what are you thinking? You two touchdowns in you? What's going on? Hit Calvin on the line right now. <laughs> Go ahead. So we don't know. I mean, and it's a shame. You know, it, I think it's a shame. Brandon Marshall kind of kind of you know helped foster these mm. players into talking about their emotions and their struggles, you know, and, and mental health is what we call it in the biz mental health, you know, and then, then this happens and you don't know what his struggles are, but on the flip side of that, right. It's, it's a business. So, I mean, I couldn't just like not show up to work to do what I'm paid to do because I'm, you know, I'm feeling a little down on myself. Well, you could, you, you could, but you're, you're not going to have that job for very long, and then you're going to have to go through remediation. There's a, a whole process that you'd have to go through Nobody with HR. That. Exactly. You know, and, and how bad are things when you get paid millions and millions of dollars oh, so I to hate this play take. a game, though? This is the worst take you know, in the world. It's not a, it's not a, it's it is not the a worst bad take, take in the world. So you have How's it a bad take? All, because all people the, that have mental issues it doesn't the money doesn't really matter i get that but you i don't think you do chosen to play a game though i mean that's what i'm saying i'm saying how bad are the issues that when you're playing a game life is tough because if you're having these issues the game doesn't mean it. you don't ha you have no idea what's going on it could be a million different things it would it would lead you're me to right. believe that so you know, that means that you shouldn't be dependable there. Sounds like you're skeptical about why he's not playing. That's what it sounds like. No, no, not skeptical. I'm curious to see how bad things are and how long have these bad things been going on. And mind you, we don't have to get into it, obviously. Well, I mean, we're into got, it. He's got personal privacy that we're he doesn't, totally into it. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to disclose uh -huh. any of this information. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> All right. So, who are we starting? <laughs> who do we? Who not, are we looking at? Is, is it Gage? Is it Zacchaeus? So Gage didn't have any targets at all last week. Uh, Pitts put up a stinker. You have Zacchaeus and uh, Taiji Sharp actually. I think led the team and led the team in targets last. Taiji Sharp is that uh, Tennessee Titans? Yeah, Taiji Sharp. Yeah, Taiji's been around for a while. Yeah, he has six seasons. I think six or seven seasons. It should give Kyle Pitts a bump, right? Like we were talking about, even though it didn't pan out. Yeah, it didn't last week. But it was short notice, like you said. So maybe right. with a week of game plan, and they could maybe change the way they're running things. I think they'll you're obviously starting pits no matter what, right? So no, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't not start pits. So sharp or gauge? I guess probably the the big question is the case. I don't know, man. I think sharp. I'd like with to say the, gauge, but uh, he's just with the amount of targets he had last week. I think I would go with Tajay Sharp too. Yeah, that's crazy. Only in desperation.
Or do we think uh, oh, what's his face yeah, gets more targets? Who? Who's what's his face? Pitts? No. Zacchaeus? No. Gage? I Cordero? can't remember his name. Cordero. Oh, Cordero. There you go. Right. Oh, there, there's a start. I yeah. would definitely well, start. I think Cordero's almost in the in the conversation every week must to, start. Yeah, to must at least start. be a flex consideration. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we wasted a lot of time, so let's move on to our <laughs> next game. Minnesota at Baltimore. Minnesota coming off a disappointing loss. Love to it. the Cooper Rush Cowboys, and wow. But where are we at with Minnesota? Is anything changing here? We were still firing up Thielen and Jefferson, right? We're not wavering on either one of those guys. No, I mean, no. how can you sit them? How can you sit Dalvin Cook? Uh, they're, just, they're guys you can't sit, right? So the conversation yeah, is then, do it. you know, do you play K.J. Osborne? Do you play Tyler Conklin? Probably not. I, I wouldn't play either of those mm-hmm. guys in this game, but you're going to definitely fire up your studs. And, and the, then with Baltimore, you got you know you're you're definitely starting Lamar. I mean, you never sit Lamar if Lamar is in a game. Uh, Hollywood's looked really good, man, as of late. He has Hollywood's uh, Hollywood's been tearing it up. How do you guys feel about Bateman? I, a lot of hype around Bateman with a lot of production. That. I, mean, I feel what was his uh, bring up the box score for that game. That was what was uh, this last game? week. Yeah, last week. Uh, yeah, because I feel like he got a little more involved. You could change the week right up there. Oh, there it was. I was oh. looking for it. I couldn't. I was like, I knew it's something. I feel like you got a little bit more involved last week, and Lamar's throwing the ball more. Yeah. And maybe he's a guy you could sneak and stash for the playoff run. Just a speculative thing because dynasty. what I've seen, he looked. Well, I don't think. Well, I know in our dynasty, you can't extend the guy that you pick up off waivers. Oh, but right. I don't know how it works in Rockies League. Oh, huh? okay. All right, let's see here. Let's bring it up for the And the running back Ravens. room is still a mess for Baltimore. Yeah, I, uh, I want to say they might be getting Latavius back this week. Real quick, oh, you know what? We'll talk about that when we get to that game. I just realized it's on the docket. Where the hell are they? I know, but we're going to move on. You let me know when you get to that. We're going to go <laughs> to the – Mark Andrews. I'll be looking. I think you automatically start. It didn't change the week. That's why. We're talking about the Chargers going to – the worst city in America, Philadelphia, and uh, America's hiney hole, as it's referred to. Rocky's I tell you hit. what, I think a real, uh, I think Mike Williams is on the fringe of a guy you have to start every week and kind of just ride it out with him. But uh, he hasn't been great lately. He started off super hot, and uh, it's kind of gone in the shitter since then. And the Chargers haven't looked great the last two weeks either. No, they have not. It is impossible. I ain't getting back to it. All right, so we'll, well, you know what? Look it up yourselves. All right. <laughs> so, but I still think, you know, Eckler is a definite. You're still going to start Allen. You're probably starting uh, Air Bear. Air Bear. Um, and I think you still start Williams. I think he's – there's a group of players. Like, I think another one is Cooper where uh, – Amari Cooper where you're going to start them and, you know, at the end of the year they'll probably be a top 25 guy, but you're going to have down weeks. and. Yes. You're just going to have to kind of roll with him. For sure. Uh, Mike Williams, I think, is clearly there. I mean, the last three games, I think he's been under six points or something like that. Yeah, he has. Um, and he had some ridiculous games early in the year. I just think you still have to start him. And those guys are so tough, man. They go off for close to 40 points some weeks and then yeah. nothing. It's the worst. Crickets. I hate a player like that, man. Uh, it's so bad. Nothing more frustrating than that. Super like Keenan, Allen. Keenan Allen. Stay. Mr. Consistency. Yeah. Consistent. Yeah. 
Emmanuel Sanders was uh, won this week. I put up a big gun. Yeah, bu- a big old bagel. Yep. I mm-hmm. fired him up in a bunch so of leagues. Yep. Beasley went off. Beasley went off. Yeah. That's another guy. Some weeks you get great Beasley. Other weeks you get, you know. He's like a Renfro. You get terrible Beasley. Um, yeah, I guess he is like a Renfro. Renfro was, st- uh, Renfro was steady, I think, more steady this year for a while. But right now they're about the same, I guess. Well, uh, Ren- Renfro is about to get a big uptick in, uh, in targets yeah, there. Yes, uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> so with Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts has his first real stinker of the year, as fantasy goes. Um, top five quarterback all year. I still, I'm just going to put him in and play him. Play him. I don't look at last week as nothing more than an aberration as far as his, as his numbers go. Um, beyond him, though, I don't know who I'm starting there. Devonta uh, Smith, I, I'm usually confident in, but Devonta Smith has had a couple of games where he's been non-existent too. Goddard, Goddard. Yeah, I guess Goddard. Yeah, yeah, Goddard. I think Goddard and Hurts are the two the two must starts there. I always forget about Goddard. He's a forgettable guy. Yeah, that's yeah. it, right? We're not starting any of those wide receivers, running back. I'm not. He's no. a bad Boston Scott, he's Kenneth Gainwell. Fantasy horrible football. He's a great fantasy quarterback. Right. Yeah, but. By the, what the value end of the I first got half, you're sweating. You're sweating hurts. You're sweating that three points at halftime. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, and then trash time comes around. You're like, oh, yes. yes. He, he, Thank God. He's, he's, he's delivered almost every, well, every week besides last week this year. So yep. we'll roll with it. All right. So Tennessee at L.A. And a lot of changes for these two teams. L.A. trading for uh, Mr. Uh, Von Miller. Mr. Von Miller. And... Hey, they have no. They have like two draft picks next year, so they're going all in, and I think that's going to help them. And it might have, you know, it might affect this game actually. Um, in Tennessee, you find out King Henry is gone for the year. Well, we don't. I don't think we know the year. Well, yet. eight weeks they said at least, but I, is that the timetable now? Yeah, right. he's gone for the fantasy year, right? Fantasy, he's ruled out. Son of a gun. Maybe. And yeah, I think the, he's out for fantasy. It's the fifth metatarsal for crying out loud. Chop that son of a bitch off. Nobody knows what he's saying. Sew that up. It's the pinky toe. Chop that bad boy oh, okay. off. Sew it up and get out on the field. Ronnie Lott used to play with sideways fingers for crying out loud. Come on now. Get out there, King Henry. He's got almost a grand in rushing yards. And it's only true. week eight. But will he be as good of a runner without his toe? And he'd be as good of a runner without a, one of his no, feet. I feel like you kind of need your toe for balance. <laughs> I don't know. That guy could be out there on a peg leg, and I think he's still running for a bunch of yards. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's going to be at least three or four weeks before anyone even uh, overtakes them for the, for the rushing league. Yeah, so Adrian That's Peterson, crazy. they picked up, right? Yes, they did. Yeah. I was thinking Jerry Mc, Jeremy McNichols, but I guess Tennessee wasn't thinking that. Not at all. He had no carries. I still think Speaking that Peterson would one be... Leg. I think Peterson will still be valuable because I still think he'll be able to run tough, and if they get in the red zone, he's going to get goal line carry. So maybe a flex consideration type of guy. It's a it's a ground and pound kind of team. I don't think they it's like a ground and pound team anymore. Well, they they like to run the ball. Yeah, so he's going to get a lot of touches. You, you I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm not there with they him. Invent, like before the season started. I was high on. I wasn't as high on Henry because I thought they they were trying to really commit. To throwing the ball more and giving it to him less. Obviously wrong. Yes. But he's not there. And I don't know that you're bringing Adrian Peterson to give him the rock 20 times a game. Not this age. I would say you're probably going to lean on the guy you just gave. What did they give Jones? 
Uh, he's, he's over 11 million still, yeah, right? Yeah, he's uh, gave him a nice size. Julio jack. Jones. Oh, you got AJ true. Brown, who's been balling the last few weeks. Yeah. I think they may start change up a their bit. I think they offensive have to. philosophy a little bit. Yeah, because what you I think gave Henry the ball that many times because he could win you a game. I don't think Peterson or anybody else yeah. in the roster is going to be able to. Let's just say they're not half of that. If they're deep, if they're deep in their own side of the field, they're not giving Adrian any any touches. I think they bring in. I think Adrian is going to be strictly goal line carries and short yard is probably inside the red zone. You know, just. I think they're gonna. I think you're right. I think you're gonna open it up through the air. They have to, man. You just paid Julio all this money, right, to bring him into town. Yeah. You paired him with one of the best wide receivers in the Brown league. Brown is going off, man. Going off, big yes. time. Yes. Yes. And the Rams. We're talking about a guy going off, Cooper Cup. We don't have to talk about him. You start a Cooper Cup. Yeah. I think the only question is: Is Van Jefferson? Uh, Wide receiver three, who knows? They don't yeah, even know. I, like, what's going on? They don't even know. I still think you play Woods if you have him. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Stafford, that's a great Darryl play. Henderson. I think the the real question is Higby. Yeah. I think during these, you probably you're probably gonna have to start Higby if you have him on your roster with all the the buys. Don't ask me, man, because I have him on like sixty percent of my teams. When I play him, yeah. he's shit. When shit, I don't yeah. play him, he goes off. Yeah. So I mean, is there anything else, to Henderson? You're playing. Is there anybody we want to mention that maybe you're not? Who is somebody you would fade this week on that offense? On that offense? I think you're firing everybody up, right? I think so. Yeah, I would. Especially against that defense. All right. So you get to our last game that we're going to talk about today, and that's uh, your guys' favorite team, the Bears, going to Steel City. We can beat them, right? I think we can beat them. I, Matt I Nagy think, stays home, we win. Yes, if he still has the sniffles. I don't know ours. if you win, but you compete for sure. <laughs> you know. Mac and and Quinn have to have great games. I don't know that Mac is back this week, though. Now, I tell you what, Khalil Herbert looks legit, man. Khalil Herbert is with Montgomery is going to be an awesome one-two punch. Yes, is absolutely. Tariq Cohen and, is gone, and you throw in Tariq Cohen was probably going to be gone anyway. Yeah, but you throw a little RPO in there with Fields, those two running backs. Yeah, that's so about running a pro bit. set with two backs. <laughs> pro set. Hey, why not? <laughs> what, why not? Yeah. What do we got to lose? We're gonna we're gonna turn into Air Force, <laughs> running the Air Force offense in the NFL. Fantastic! All right, so Chicago. I liked what I seen out of Mooney. Yeah, Mooney stepped up this past week. Uh, Allen Robinson, man, I don't know what's going on there. Komet had a few. You know, I was watching. They're using him a lot as a decoy. Who, Komet or Robinson? Robinson. Yeah, but I'm saying, did, how how was Komet's game? I didn't go and look at the box score. I did see a couple highlights of him uh, making a couple catches. Is is he on the uptick at all, or uh, he's he's just steadily he's, in the low target range? Yeah, so he'll get. I mean, he'd have to break one. Four but targets. You need him to score a touchdown to. to all right. Oh, he's I, touchdown dependent. I think they're still trying to feel their oats, man. This past week, they finally opened up the offense a little bit. Not everything was inside of ten yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you start to stretch the field a little bit, yeah. Komet, Komet's a, a, a great runner. Down the uh, seam, right? He's pretty fast. He's yeah. got great hands. He's a big dude. Yeah, you know, he's big. like a younger version of Jimmy Graham, who also comes back off the COVID list this week. So you, you might see some uh, red zone targets for Jimmy. Okay. But then uh, again, Jesse James. Jesse James, now, Jesse too, James so looked okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So, but on the Pittsburgh side, you're firing up Najee Harris? Uh, you have to. Oh, yeah. Against what I just saw. Yeah, that wasn't was more of a statement than a question. I agree. Oh, yes. God, yes. Yeah. Start Nigel Harris, Deontay Johnson, you have to start, too. Claypool. Yep. 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm not sold on Claypool. No? I think Claypool's up and down. He's, he's I think Claypool, if he had better quarterback play, would be a star. Yes. You but think? yeah. I mean next year. See some of these throws that the Roethlisberger's throwing out there, it's yeah. it's a little scary. Roethlisberger has yeah, definitely not is. aged as well as Tom Brady, let's just say that. Not at all. Well he's still I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Roethlisberger is still choking down cheeseburgers. <laughs> and Brady probably hasn't hey, seen man. one in years. <laughs> Brady oh, is shit. doing yoga. Did you guys see the Brady Subway commercial? Yeah. That's like yes. a perfume parody. And then at the end, they're like, you don't eat bread. <laughs> Brady's actually had some decent commercials this year. Yeah, he's funny. He got the other one, too, the other Subway one where uh, they're like, and we don't even have time for a spokesman. He's like, I'm Tom. And they cut away. <laughs> so good. Have you ever seen the Dick Sporting Good commercial that he know. did? No, oh, man, I'll so. show you guys. All right, well, I think it's time for us to get into our uh, our short waiver section. A little longer this week with the injuries, but uh, take it away, Mark. No, we'll keep it abbreviated. I don't like to talk. All right, so <laughs> let's uh, – <laughs> Mr. Ridley, right? We don't know what's going on with him. We'll concede that, all right? I hope you feel better, buddy. Uh, with him, with Ridley out of the out of the lineup, you may want to invest in Gage. No targets, uh, Zacchaeus, and again, Tyje Sharp. Uh, you have that injury that we just highlighted with King Henry. They pick up Adrian Peterson, and I doubt McNichols is still on your waiver wire. But if he is, I have a feeling McNichols is going to be the bigger part of that offense than Adrian Peterson, who hasn't touched a ball in game action in probably what like twenty. Uh, 30 years? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, we had Miles Sanders went on the IR. Uh, we thought Gamewell was going to take over that backfield. He did not. We saw the resurgence of one Mr. Jordan Howard and also Boston Scott. Uh, each of those guys, I believe, scored a pair of touchdowns and apparently are uh, taking over that backfield. Although I think Gamewell did get, uh, I think he had somewhere in the neighborhood of 13 touches. Just didn't, just didn't do much with him. Uh, Jameis is out. All right. Uh, keep your eye on late in the week who they plan on starting. If Tyson obviously clears uh, concussion protocol, it's going to be Hill's team. If not, you might have Trevor Simeon going for you. Might be uh, a real cheap speculative ad in a super flex league where you have one of your quarterbacks sitting. Uh, and lastly, with that same scenario, Mike White. Mike White gets to start again with the Jets. Who knows, man? It's magic last week. Maybe, uh, maybe he catches magic again this week. And that's it. That's all I got for waivers. You have any waivers you want to mention? Not at all. All right. That was pretty quick. So it's going to take us to a new segment. I think it's just going to be an end-of-the-year segment called Tis the Season. And uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite holiday foods, boys. That foods incorporates desserts, snacks, of the like. Beverages. Beverages, if you will. Uh, like anything? Going? Yeah, I mean, we are obviously authorities on the subject. This right? is something we probably know more about than fantasy football. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, so, I mean, we're going to do a little ranking here. And, you know, this is kind of, we just tossed this together. So, we're just going to count it down. I'm going to, I don't know, you guys want to go three? I think three is not enough. Three what? Three, three yeah, of no, our favorite foods for the holiday season? Yeah, that, let's go five. And. Okay. Listen, we're not going to take too long. You give a brief explanation of why you love this food or drink or whatever, and we'll keep it moving. So we'll start with your fifth favorite. Eight, and you're not married to this. You hold the rights to rejigger it in later episodes. But let's start at five. Lewis, what do you got? 
For my number five, I think I'm going to go with good old Coquito. It's a good one. Coquito is the elixir of the gods. I like that you call it an elixir, too. Definitely. It is. Uh, I make it and sell it, too, by the way. I, I make it as well. I oh, sell it. I drink I it. Mine are better. I'm going to have to try yours. Sure. I, I, I give you, you mine. I, I, I had a bad deal last year. Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit. We <laughs> take time. I don't, I don't do flavors and stuff. I just do. We do flavors too. Yeah, yeah I don't. Do, I do traditional. <laughs> we do traditional as well. All right, we get it, you son of a bitch. Stop trying to <laughs> one up them. All right, so coquito, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. I go with that. All right, number what five. do you got for number five? For number five, man. Coquito uh, well, might sneak into my number five spot, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can give him in any particular order. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shoot off the cuff here. Well, no, well, this is an order. You are giving it in an order. You always want to play outside the lines of what we're doing. All right. Well, then you go next. I'll, I have no. To, I'm, I have to get my, I'm seeing it. Uh, I haven't man, even thought about. I it. have one, one thing on my mind. Hey, but it's, it's not my, the it's, end of the world, it's guys. It's my just number say one. Food. Please, no cranberry. <laughs> all right. Uh, he eats it by the can. All right. I love this time of year. I love fresh baked homemade chocolate chip cookies. That's so weird. Is it weird? I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, no, cookies aren't weird. I'm not all saying right. that. All right. I'm saying, but that you equate it with the holidays. I do. Just we do a lot of uh, cookie making, like around Christmas time, and there's always, you know, I, I think it's because you know you leave cookies out for Santa. That, oh, okay. that whole thing. So this is a mullen thing. So we are always, you know, there's there's cookies. In our kitchen, littered around the house, all all December long. So really, your wife's really setting you up for failure. <laughs> I would, I would, I, I would think more sugar cookie, sugar than, cookie. Dude, they're the they're there too. Holiday season. I look forward to the chocolate chip ones though. The warm baked, fresh out of the oven. You bite in, gooey chocolate gooey? drips yeah. down. Oh, oh burn, burns just a little. You wash me. it down with some milk or some coquito, <laughs> whatever you want. That I want. <laughs> All right. You can have some coquitos and chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Don't I'm going to have to go with coquito. I wasn't thinking about it. That you also make and sell? Yes, it's very good. Uh, you can Flavors. find me on... Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, find me on only locally. I don't ship. So, um, yeah, coquito, man. You need, an, you, need, you need a lubricant. I'm a big lubricant guy. You need lubricant for the holidays. Right. So, slightly too much. Coquito's my loop. What's your number four? Number four, I'm gonna go with Christmas, Thanksgiving. Think both. Oh oh, yeah, Christmas for in a in a a Latino household. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's are pretty much the same thing. They are the same types of food. Not for us because we're mixed. So yeah. I'm not. I am. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. So I will go with as my number four, pateles. Yeah. See, they don't make they don't crack my five, but they're probably six. Okay, so they're close. Yeah. You might be more scungili or a little cabagu, you know, something like that. But uh, a patele or slash tamale. I do have a I do have a friend in the neighborhood that is not confused about his ethnicity that does uh, some pateles during the holiday season, and they are fantastic. Fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. Patelis, I am a huge fan of some patelis. Are you a top five fan? No, I, right, well, I, I haven't been. Then, right? I haven't been exposed to them long enough. That's kissing your ass over here. Oh man, it's a fellow Bears fan. Finally, yeah, somebody on the show that that has good taste for yeah. crying out loud. Patelis are good. I love a pateli. But you know, when I was young, I didn't like them. So neither did I. I'm a newly converted pateli guy. So am I, as an adult. Yeah. When I was a kid, couldn't 
I mean, I'll mow through. I'll mow through. Yeah, it was disgusting. All I thought about was my grandma eating them. I didn't want that. Now I can barely get the wrapper off. Yeah, they're pretty good. Tearing them up. What do you got? All right, man. You got a list over here. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to come up with it on the fly. I mean, there's so many delicious foods associated with the holidays. Chocolate chips being one of them. For Christmas, yes, man. Yes. Well, I'm going to stick in the dessert realm. I bet you are. Ah, I am. Who doesn't enjoy... Is it going to be cheesecake? Oh, okay. Pumpkin, pumpkin pie, okay, man. Okay, pumpkin pie. Tis the season for some pumpkin pie, oh, right? It's going I mean, based you, on your first pick. I don't have it... You know, I don't eat pumpkin pie at any other time of the year other than around yes. Thanksgiving. That's yeah. the only time we indulge in pumpkin pie, so yes. I look forward to that. I don't yeah. think they I, make it any other time of the year. I think it's only... Yeah, I mean, you, you you can. You can, you can, you know... You can find a stray pie hanging around. Yeah. Pumpkin? Yeah. Here and there. Just know that when you buy that pumpkin pie in July, it was from last November. Well, I mean, they got the true. they yeah. got the canned pumpkin with the preserves. I mean, they, they, oh, but I, I feel like he's looked into this. I feel <laughs> I feel the holiday spirit. You know, when it comes around, you look forward to the pumpkin. There's pie. certain things the you thing. save for the holidays because exactly. they mean yeah. more because it's special. Yeah. Like chocolate chip cookies. I'm with you. It's the only time of year that I eat chocolate chip cookies. I'll just I, that's I just a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, this time of year is a big. Fall comes, everything is pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. 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 But pumpkin pie pumpkin. is the original pumpkin. pumpkin That's the OG like pumpkin. Crap. What you like is cinnamon, nutmeg. Listen, the you pumpkin like pie is what it is. That are in it because pumpkin by itself does not taste like pumpkin pie. That's fair. It's true. So I mean, you like cinnamon and nutmeg. With a little bit of pumpkin mixed with a little bit of pumpkin. A little sprinkle. You know, pumpkin by itself is very tart. And I don't know yeah. if you've ever cut one of them some bitches open. There's not much in there. And it stinks. And it does. I did, I did cut a few stink. jack-o'-lanterns this year, and man, I... I like how deep we're digging on this. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it is the OG pumpkin product. Hey, pumpkin hey, Pumpkin Halloween, pie Halloween. was the first pumpkin yep. edible product, product that really... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, way before pumpkin spice anything, it was a pumpkin pie. Yes. Absolutely. So, the original. The you know, you got that going for you. The with OP. That. Original pumpkin. All right, my number four. Ooh, man, it's a toughie. It is a real toughie. Um, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna go with a cookie, and I'm gonna have to go with my grandmother's anisette cookies. I don't know if you guys have ever had them, but I'll get you some this year because we make them. But uh, my family used to do. They're delicious. I'll get you some of them for a small fee. <laughs> It's my favorite cookies. We talk. We make them only around Christmas time. You sound a lot like my coquito dealer. I I am your coquito dealer. <laughs> <laughs> but they're delicious. Push. I mean, uh, I don't know if you ever, but they're. It's a just a real simple dough. Nice uh, anisette frosting that goes on top with sprinkles. But they're addictive. You just can't stop eating them. It's an Italian cookie, so it comes from the Italian. That realm. is a delicious cookie. Yeah, I love that cookie. All right, so three. I feel like we're taking long okay, with these descriptions, right? Let's go. So go a little uh, quicker. Number three, arroz con gandules, which oh, is man. a red rice and and he's really and gandule going there. Let me tell you, that's like a grandma rice. That's made in the big ugly metal pot mm-hmm. that looks like it's been around the worst pot that came like with Christopher Columbus, like yeah. just old and makes the best damn rice. And that rice and bean combo is. Completely holiday. Uh, it depends on who's making it, but yes. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that is true. It usually, has to be somebody's grandmother or yeah. uh, somebody that grew up in the church or something. Yes. All right. What do you got? Uh, 
I'm calling mashed potatoes gravy. No, no, I because I, I eat mashed potatoes throughout the year. Yeah. So I'm good. There's with some that. people I know a guy that his favorite Thanksgiving food is mashed potatoes and gravy. Really? Yeah, it's a complete psychopath. But is Rocky? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, Rocky. No, we haven't talked about Rocky today enough. No, we have not. I, I'm willing to bet that fist-sized meatballs make cracks his top Those five. The ridiculous meatballs, <laughs> meteors, like an ostrich egg <laughs> of beef. They were so bad. All right, all right. So something this elicits the holiday feeling in me, and it's grown on me the last couple of years. Uh, when you juice it up, uh, you spike it up a little bit with some rum. Is eggnog because eggnog oh feels like God. the holiday season to me. I'm not I a hate eggnog. I'm not a terrible like. I'm not like, oh, I could go for a glass of eggnog, but it's the season, man. It puts you in the feeling of the season. That's Coquito for Throw me. Throw a little bit of rum in there. Yeah, I don't even think about eggnog. Eggnog is our Coquito. Or hey, Coquito's our eggnog. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah, so, I, I mean, see where you get that. respectable. It, it, yeah. it brings the, uh, the feeling. It's of time to get some eggnog. I get it. All right. So, it's my turn. All right. I'm going to go with not arroz con candules. I'm going to go... With Benin. Because for us, we have that Christmas and Thanksgiving. And I don't know if you, you've had Benin before, right? I don't even know what the you Roast pork. Roast pork. Roast pork. Yeah, I've had roast pork before. I'm going to give you... You haven't had Benin. So, that shit. Oh, my God. I mean, I like it better than the turkey, obviously. It's way better than the turkey. We don't cook turkey. Yeah, we cook turkey, too. We do a turkey. We do penne. Yeah, I know you like super Spanish. I know you don't cook the turkey. No, well, no I mean I get it. My wife, they don't cook a turkey either. Is it because it dries out on you? Is that they don't know how to cook it? Yeah. Horribly dry. But you gotta know wife, how to cook. You gotta know wife, how to cook my it. My wife's grandmother makes the best turkey. Yeah. That it tastes like a penne. Oh wow. There is so much bacon involved. Oh in this. well, there you go. Like the the the, the turkey's in like a bacon straitjacket. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Hannibal Lecter. But the, and so that tur- turkey I could eat. A turkey could be good though if it's prepared the right way. Yeah. If if, if yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean we you could. Do, there's ways to bake it. Like there's a way I do. I brine it for like three or four days, and then you bake it in a certain way where you you know you definitely got to be on top of it with the temperature too. But you know you can insulate it, kind of keep the moisture from escaping. Who's calling? It? Right? Um, or you could get it fried. Deep fry it too. Delicious mm, that way. That would burn your house down. <sighs> if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, obviously. But there's a few things that could burn your house down if you don't know what you're doing. All right. So number two, we'll, we'll talk about how to how to cook a turkey. Number two for me, I don't need to know how to cook. Thank you. Number two for me is the roast pork as well. Okay, so we're that's, uh, that's we're definitely locked, on my list. We're locked High up right on there. my list. Yeah, that's that that's our turkey. Yeah, normally we'd have the only the one protein. It would be that, and it would be like a freaking ten pound. Yeah, so like the meat. The turkey <laughs> so for really me is like the eggnog for you. Yeah, like it's it's representative of the holiday. So exactly. I'll have the turkey, yeah. right? Yeah, and I'm going dark meat for sure, but. The pork, yeah, the pork out classes are good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Uh, I'm going for my favorite meal of the holiday season, mm-hmm. and it happens on Black Friday. It is that leftover turkey sandwich. Oh, man. That's... I look forward to. This is, you know... The thick the thick sliced white bread that you toast. You get a nice little light toast, toast on toast. there. Right? Give a little bit of 
A little mayonnaise. I know you're not I a hate, mayonnaise I hate fan. all of this, by the way. A little bit of mayonnaise. Everything right? you're saying, I hate. <laughs> Some turkey. And then uh, an old family stuffing recipe where my, my grandma, was in her stuffing, used uh, mustard. It's mustard base, and it's got a fantastic flavor. With a little bit of uh, a little slice of tomato, some salt and pepper. Oh, fantastic oh, Black Friday food. Yeah, give or take the cheese. I Most times I go without the cheese just because there's so much flavor on it. Uh, without it, that, you know, I don't, need the, I don't need the extra calories, you know. Kind of watch, yeah, my, watch, yeah, I watch my figure on the holiday That big-ass greasy sandwich. Yeah. Let me just hold the cheese. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fucking half pound of mayonnaise. Probably. All right. No, I said a thin layer. Thin to you. Thin, thin to layer. All right, so number two, I'm gonna go with stuffing. I'm a big stuffing guy. I know that's I like, I like homemade stuffing, and I like I like stovetop stuffing too. I like them both. I've had them both, and I tell you what, I've tasted stuffings that are better, and I've tasted stuffings that are not as good as stovetop. Last year, actually, you'll be delighted to know that the Hawaiian Roll Company makes their own stuffing. Same exact way, but with the Hawaiian Using brand. their brand. Kings? Delicious. Really? Kings makes it? Yeah. Kings? No, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. No, no. It was at Aldi. So it was like the off-brand, but it was delicious. Really? Like, you know, Aldi, you could buy the Hawaiian rolls. Like, yeah. the same thing? So their rolls are from, like, Fiji. Oh, yeah, whatever man. it is. They're the <laughs> same, but they're, they it's like a... Hawaiian roll stuffing? Yeah, they come in a blue and orange box. I uh, bought them. They were friggin' delicious. And the girls love them because they like the Hawaiian rolls. Dude, that shit was I good. Gotta keep an eye out for that. Oh yeah, go get them. If you see them, pick me up a couple boxes. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they're a dollar. I, yeah, I will Shh. donate them to you. So stuffing, man. I just love. I mean, honestly, on Thanksgiving Day, it's the thing I probably look forward to the most because it's the only day of the whole. Like Benny, we have here and there. Everything else, that's the one thing that I never eat any other day of the year besides that day, and I, I look forward to it. For the man. same, I've become a big stuffing fan over the over probably the Stuffing's last great. ten years. Man. I, yeah, I think I've liked it more. As you got older, Recently, yeah. yeah, I love. I used stuff. to never touch this. It's the first thing that really? I go back for seconds. I'm like, oh, oh you cooked yeah. it inside the damn turkey. I'm like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, see, even our homemade ones, this shit, like the ones my the grandmother gizzards. did, she did them separate. Like they would season them separate. Like we never did the ones inside the turkey. So yeah, maybe so that's that, where. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't want to eat something just cooked. All right, so cabinet. number one, let's get to number one. <laughs> number Here we go. One, flung. Oh wow. Flung. Is we don't even do flung. No, no. Nope. Are you putting a G on the end of that? Flung? That's it. Yeah, flung. I, I just always say it like that. Flung. flung. Oh. No. Yeah. It sounds like it. Flung. It's still, flan. We're, still, we're still talking about flan, though. Flan. No, yeah. no, flan, not flung. Okay, flan. <laughs> I just, I wanted to make sure it was the same <laughs> shit, guys. No, you should say it the way you're saying it. Is, it, though. it is the same. Flan. Yeah, flan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the flan. There's like a little, there's a little spice, a little. Sp- <laughs> a little spice on the way we say it, I think. I don't know why. A little but, bit, yeah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> yeah, we don't do yeah. that. We that do icebox cake. Icebox cake. Icebox cake is good too. You make you homemade the- pudding, uh, graham crackers, Cool Whip or whipped cream, and you freeze it. You have me a pudding. <laughs> so you do like graham, graham crackers. Me a pudding. <laughs> you do graham like it's like a lasagna kind of. Yeah. You, do, you make the homemade pudding. You do graham crackers, put pudding. Layer crackers, put in layer crackers, put in. Then you crumble the graham crackers on top with Cool Whip, put in the freezer. I didn't realize if, it was if you want to if you want to yeah. change the name. Yeah, I had before everything that you said yeah. right there, but the bottom uh, level yeah. was ice cream sandwiches. Oh, that might be too much, but so I, you know what? That on top of an ice cream sandwich, like the you know those yeah the chocolate yeah yeah ice cream sandwich. Man, 
Yeah. You might have to try that. Oh, you're not a chip witch. No, okay. okay. I was yeah. thinking like there's other. All right, so Flong is respectable though. We just don't have that on our holiday. So Uno. Yeah, Flong is real. My mother makes great Flong. Oh, you gotta try my mother's Flong. Maybe you guys should have a Flong off. We have. You had a Flong off. I think we did. And you weren't present for the Flong off. Yeah, where was I? I don't know. Your mommy uses sour cream. I don't know what she uses. She won't tell me. All right. Your turn. <laughs> See, I know, I know the inside scoop. <laughs> Look at you. He was already dismissing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's okay. Cream. All right, I'm so what's your number one? Number one, man. It's the, it's the protein of the season, dude. It's turkey. Oh, turkey terrible. is numero uno, it's man. bad call. It's the only time of the year that, you know, we have it uh, Thanksgiving. And well, we've kind of switched. Christmas, we switched up a little bit. We usually do, a, we do like a Christmas lasagna now. So usually we have turkey the one time a year. Um, no ham? No. Not a ham. I, I hate ham. I hate I'm spiral ham. Oh, we're united on one front. I can no. eat deli ham, but a, a no. ham ham? Deli, deli ham? Deli ham I can eat. Deli cooked ham I can get, but spiral I'm talking about ham? the cheap oh. the cheap deli cooked ham. I don't like like the fancy ham. Like just horse horse ham. No, fuck that. I want cheap like Dumans. Like, oh, not cheap. That's like Dumans that's that's cheap. Shelf. Well, it's cheap compared. Dude, you to realize that an eight pack of hot dogs for, from Dumans is like twenty five dollars. I don't order anything. <laughs> hot dogs from Dumans. Oh, dude, Tumen has the best See, hot dogs. This is, this Where is, is a whole other world, huh? Where do you get those? up north? Mm. All right. So anyway, super thin shave. Like I can't deal with a thick piece of ham. I just it's disgusting to me. I don't know how yeah. people eat spiral that. ham and the shit that they, they open in the can. Like it's a giant oh, pig sardine. No. That shit. Oh yeah, that's so nasty, nasty too. Right. And it smells so bad. Like how you could even. Yeah. God. Well, like, ooh, this one has extra so. slime. Mm. Yeah. How you can even degrade right, so your oven like what that? Was it? So turkey, so turkey you Bad. know. But it's got to be. It's got. You know. You have to get in there. You got to get in between the skin and the turkey with your butter and all your seasonings, mm. and you gotta inject that. Sh- well, like a, a traducan. Uh, no, you can. You can save the turkey. You can save the duck. I just want straight turkey. That might be the whitest the thing you've ever said on the, the show. Making turkey your number one. I mean, I'm you not even had a it joke. number two. I didn't have turkey number two. Yes, you did. It's stuffing. It's oh, stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, turkey's not even. Turkey is the protein of the season, dude. Turkey. It, all right, turkey stop saying that. Like it makes it the best. Thanksgiving. Turkey's like it's. Turkey yeah, has it's, the, it's, it's living off reputation. Is what it's doing. When the pilgrims came over here and they stole oh this God. land. Oh yeah. yeah go back to a- the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> turkey. All right. So my number one is baked bake ziti. So now you've had my baked ziti. Yes. Baked ziti. Your big number one is, of the season is delicious. What do you do? Which holiday do you do it for? Or do you do it like throughout Excuse the holiday me? season? Oh, we do it. We'll have it for Thanksgiving and we'll have it for Christmas too. So Thanksgiving, like side dish or now, like main course? No, Thanksgiving we do. We'll have a turkey. We'll have the roast pork. So we'll we have, have like a bunch po- of we have dishes. a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot. We'll have rice. We'll have the ziti, and then we'll have like four or five side dishes and then desserts. We we go a little crazy for Thanksgiving, but then we make it for Christmas too. Yeah, I guess that we do that. The and then throughout the year, we only make it like maybe I'll make it like maybe two, maybe three times. So it's still kind of really centered around the holiday season. The holiday. But that was fun, man. Yeah. You got me. I'm yeah. fucking starving. Oh <laughs> yes, I am too. <laughs> I ate right before the show, and I could eat again now. I'll tell you what, though, it's time. I want some stuff. I'm going home making some stuffing. I think. I'm going to Aldi and try to find I mean, that Hawaiian bread. It's time stuff. to get into our picks, it's, it's guys. It's November, so it's stuffing month. I gave you my picks. Well, we do oh, it for the show. You're, picks. You're oh, tired. Okay. All right. So, you want to recap where we're at last week, Mark? 
You went two and two? Last week, I was the sole two and two scorer. Uh, Put me in a two-way tie with Rocky. Rocky, Antone, and Phil all went three and one. Uh, So that makes uh, Rocky and I tied for second at 18 and 13. Antone takes the lead at 19 and 12. And Phil, even with that three and one performance, is 15 and 16. Still losing record, my friend. That's fine. I'm gaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see it. Well, I am gaining. That's what is happening. Well, I mean, technically, you stayed evenly behind Anton and Rocky, and Anton being the leader. But what about you? I mean, you're gaining on me. Oh, so I gained. Is that your the you, guy that's that saying I didn't gain? I gained on you. No, and your hat on. No, no. I just take it one week at a time. Okay, All right. one week at a time. All I can control is this week and what I do this week, and then we worry about next week. Next week. All right. What do we got? Give it to us. You're, the board's right there. So we got oh, Cleveland there it is. at Cincinnati. Cleveland is plus two and a half uh, on the road with a Cincinnati team that probably wants to get a bad taste out of their mouth. What do you guys got going here? Two and a half, I'm going to take Cincy. Two and a half, you're going to take Cincy. I think that it's going to be a little bit of time before Cleveland starts playing like they did. And Cincy does want to make up for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay. Jets, what about Jets, you, Jets. sir? All right. So you went Cincy. I'm going Cincy, too, man. I just think, I don't know, that Cleveland offense doesn't seem like it really has an identity. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I like Cincy, man. I think Cincy's just a couple of, couple of really good, confident plays away from being a very consistent team week to week. I'm going Cincy here, too. All right. I got Tone. He, he took Cincy as well, and Rocky took Cincinnati as well. I tell you what, I do like Cincinnati in this game, but but you have more ground to make up. I got to make up some ground. Still early and in I, the season, and I like, I I do like a dog in the Browns who need to save their season. An unproven Cincinnati team who's proven that they were unproven as they go on the road and lose to a way inferior team, and maybe they the Jets showed the Browns a little something on how to slow down that offense. I'll take the Browns to try to make up ground here. Brave there it man, is. Brave man. And then next, we got Philly on the. Uh, oh, you didn't put the ats. Oh, shit. All right. So we got Philly at home versus the Chargers. Philly's getting two and a half at home versus the Chargers. What do you got, Lewis? Chargers all day long. Okay. Philly is Fugazi. Okay. Uh, and as far as. It's a Fugazi. I can't think of anything that, that they have that would. Bring them to the level of the Chargers. I, think the I Chargers say the Chargers have, have been playing. They need to. Yeah, turn they it need to get too. it going. Yeah. So you know, I'm going Chargers all day. What, what say you, sir? I'm with you, my friend. I'm with the Chargers there too. I like the Chargers to win that division by the end of the season. I think this is where they turn the ship around, and it's full steam ahead. Okay, I got Chargers for Tone, and I got the Chargers for Rocky. Okay. And I am going to follow up with the Chargers. I will not take a risk here because <laughs> I don't think. Philly has a chance as good as they looked last week. I don't want to root for them either. So there's that. Next, we'll move to my boys. Unfortunately, the Giants plus three at home versus the Raiders. What say you, sir? G men. G men to cover the three. Yeah, to cover. Yeah, I think they can. uh, They can cover that outright. G men plus the field goal. I'm. uh, I'm going G men here too. I just think Vegas, man, there's a lot of drama going on there in that town is. right now in recent weeks. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. They, how long can they keep it together? It's a long road trip. I like and what the I Giants, saw. you know, they, they got a bad taste in their mouth from Kansas City. So, yeah. Giants for Rocky and Tone as well. And I'm going to take the Giants. If you could cover on the road 10 points with the Chiefs, you could cover three at home against the Raiders. So, point. I will take that. Um, and our last game, we got those Bears. The Bears at the Steel City we talked about before. They're getting six and a half points on they the road. Get, they get no respect ever. None. It's a tough spot. Tough spot. Pittsburgh is not that good. It will be a close game. Okay. I think the Bears can pull it out. Yes. But if not, it's a loss by maybe a field goal. So, so I'm here in I'm Chicago. I'm going to take Chicago here. with six and a half. I got a good feeling that... Uh, that the Chicago Brass call up Matt Nagy, tell him to stay home. Okay. <laughs> that uh, there's a new there's a new sheriff in town, and he likes to throw the ball further than seven yards down the field. Yes. Justin Fields uh, is going to go off this week, and I like the Bears to win outright. Okay, I like the confidence. I got the Steelers for Tone, and I got Rocky taking the Bears as well. And I'm going to go ahead and go against the grain a little bit here, too, because I need to make up ground. And I think the Steelers at home, six and a half is a lot. But I'm counting on that defense to be able to confuse fields a little bit. And I think Najee Harris is going to run wild on this defense. Steelers just traded Melvin Ingram away, too. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. So I still like them to cover by a touchdown. I I don't think you guys are going to be able to stop Najee Harris. You don't get to change this pick halfway through the week like you do every okay. other. Well, that was one game that we agreed on. So, so did I? You're taking Pittsburgh. Yes, I'm taking Pittsburgh plus right. six and a half. I mean minus six and a half. Minus six and a half. All right, there it is. And that's it. Go make some money, guys. Always. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I hope some of our knowledge here has uh, provided some wins in your W column. Okay. Go out there and make the playoffs, guys. And go yeah. get that um, stuffing from Aldi with the uh, Hawaiian bread. Yeah, look that's, out for uh, that. It is delicious. That's intriguing. That is no lie. All right. Hey, so we appreciate you guys coming. I know it's uh, been a little bit of a long episode. And uh, Rocky, we wish you well, whatever in the hell you're doing. Um, Stay away from those Twizzlers. Please like and subscribe <laughs> us on like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. We're going to be trying to pump out some In more content, dreams. right? Yeah. Mark yeah. 2 is going to pump out some more content. If you got questions, please, if you disagree with us, disagree with us on the content. Put it under the picture. Make Mark look stupid. I'm, I'm dying for it, all right? You can't, it can't happen. Well, it can happen. Can't it's happened it. five times today on the show. Can't do it. <laughs> all right. Not even and, with your and like I said, thank you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Peace.